You are listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Avant, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help you lose weight for the last time without sacrificing your quality of life to do it. So pop your headphones in, go for a walk, and learn how to become the healthiest, happiest, and most confident version of yourself. Let's get right to it. Today's episode is about how to start making changes to your diet, to your lifestyle in general, when you feel so overwhelmed and have no idea where to start. This is something that I see paralyzing so many women is just feeling like there's so much that needs to change and not knowing where to break in and also not feeling like it's worth it if you can't change everything at once. I was just talking to a client about this actually, and she was saying that she's sort of finally realized how long she spent in that cycle of not doing anything because she couldn't do everything and then having sort of a quick burst when all of the stars in her life happened to align where she'd be like, okay, do all the things and then would inevitably sputter out, go back to doing nothing and have all these starts and stops. And that's where a lot of you are stuck feeling like it needs to be a drastic overhaul or it's not worth getting started. And that's what needs to change first and foremost. You need to recognize that there is never going to be a perfect time for you to make a complete sweeping overhaul to your life. You aren't going to have a time where you can put your job and your family on hold so that you can get yourself in order. So you need to stop waiting for that to happen. And you need to figure out how to prioritize the things that really matter and do them regardless of what's going on in your life while backburnering all that other stuff that was overwhelming you but wouldn't have really made much of a difference anyway. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So a lot of you are at the place right now where you're just feeling like, I don't even know where to begin. I know I need to change my diet. I know I need to be exercising more consistently or differently or something along those lines, but it just feels like so much. Where do I even begin? The most important thing that you do before you do anything else is to get a lay of the land. Figure out what you're currently doing. What are your current habits? How much are you currently eating? What are the things that you're doing that aren't serving you and need to change if you want to start getting a different outcome? Without establishing this baseline, you're really just kind of throwing darts at a map and hoping you hit something. You probably already have some idea of some of the things you could do that would be a step in the right direction. But unless you go into it logically with a plan for what you're going to do first, second, third, how you know when it's time to add the next thing and all of that, it just feels like a jumbled mess. And without any strategy, it doesn't end up being very long lasting. So the first thing that I would suggest you do is sit down and just kind of brain dump a list of all the changes that are already on your radar. Things like, I know I should probably go to bed earlier because it would make waking up in the mornings easier. I know that I should stop hitting snooze and start getting up at the time I 
said I was going to. I would like to stop snacking so much after dinner. You already have some things in your head that you want to work on changing. And part of why you're feeling so overwhelmed by them is because they're just a jumbled mess in there. They just are kind of piled up in the corner and you don't know how to make sense of them. So a brain dump is something I do whenever I'm feeling stuck in my head or overwhelmed by my thoughts or just sort of confused about my next step is you got to get it all out on paper so that you can see it and start to make sense of it. So just take out a blank piece of paper and dump it all out there. It doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to be in any particular order. You can say the same things multiple ways. You just want to get everything documented so that then you can go back with more of a discerning lens and be like, okay, those are basically the same thing. Or now that I see it written, eh, that's not really important. Actually, this one I already, I already worked on, whatever. So make sense of those first. Just get your running list out there. If you don't have much on your list or you're somebody who thinks I already eat pretty well, I exercise consistently, I don't know why I'm not getting results. I would recommend that you take a week where you start developing some mindfulness and paying more attention to what you're actually doing. A lot of times we have a disconnect between what we think we do, what we tell ourselves we do and what we actually do. I used to notice this all the time when I was personal training in person and I noticed it myself doing exercises as well, but I'd have clients who, you know, I would demo an exercise and then have them do it. And they would think that they were doing the same thing I did, but just didn't have the body awareness to realize that certain things weren't doing what they were supposed to. So that's where either looking in the mirror or recording a couple reps came in really handy as they would be like, oh, that's not what I, that's not what I thought I was doing. So developing awareness is a really good first step to just get yourself kind of on the same page as yourself. Where are you thinking you're doing one thing, but you're actually doing another? So what this might look like, first and foremost, if you are going to make changes to your diet, you absolutely want to document a week of normal eating so you can find out what normal even is for you. I personally recommend using a food tracker like MyFitnessPal. The free version is fine. You don't have to do an app, but I figure if you're going to make the effort, getting as much data as possible is really helpful. So you could just use a pen and paper or you could just take pictures of your um, food, but I think it's more useful to analyze if you have more information there. You can also do that with your workouts. So maybe you do some form of movement every day, but you're just kind of waking up and doing whatever you feel like, and there's not really any structure or strategy to it. Write down for a week. This is what I did Monday. This is what I did Tuesday. So at the end of the week, you can take a look and say, okay, this is how many times I did cardio. This is how much I stretched. This is when I did strength training. You just need to get kind of the bird's eye view of your current lifestyle. Make notes on what time you go to bed if it takes you a long time to fall asleep, what time you wake up, how energized you feel, how much sleep that was. The, the data collection phase is, I think, the most overlooked piece of this. You want to just jump into making the changes and you want to jump into making drastic changes so that you start seeing results as quickly as possible. But like I said, if you're not strategic about it, it ends up being a flop. It might last for a while, but it never really kind of builds that momentum or kind of gets sinks its hooks into your lifestyle because it's not, you know, the, the right things in the right order. So step one, do your brain dump. Step two, do your kind of baseline week. 
get as much intel as you can on your food, on your exercise, on your lifestyle, on your energy, any sort of variable that is of interest to you. And that making improvements to would help you reach your greater goals of losing weight, improving your health markers, all that stuff. So once you have it, the exercise is not to just do it and then never look at it again. You need to actually audit it. So you want to, at the end of a full week, that includes a weekend because your behaviors on the weekend are likely different than they are during the week. You may exercise more because you have more time on the weekend. You may eat completely differently because you have less structure. So you want to see the full scope of what a week looks like. So once you have all of that information, then you can start to piece together a strategic way to make the changes that are going to be the most impactful. So you may have been very self-aware from the jump. You may look at your brain dump list. You may look at your data from baseline week and be like, yep, that's exactly what I thought. I knew I was eating too, I was snacking too much at night. I knew I wasn't eating enough vegetables. I knew that I wasn't actually strength training and it may kind of perfectly line up. You may also have some major light bulb moments where you're like, oof, I had no idea that the one glass of wine I was telling myself I have in the evenings was actually closer to two and a half. I didn't realize that I was exercising every day and not taking rest days. No wonder I'm feeling run down. You may have some moments of clarity that you just hadn't realized you were doing or not doing. So once you have all of that information, you can kind of combine it into a more exhaustive list of in order to reach my goals, in order to be the person I want to be, these are all the things that I need to address at some point. I'm going to acknowledge that I cannot change all of them at once, but I'm going to start chipping away at them. And this is where you want to do some thinking about what's going to make the most sense for you. So it's kind of two schools of thought that I use with clients in figuring out where to, where to start making changes and why. So on one hand, you can do the low hanging fruit approach, which is looking at your list and seeing what are a couple really easy things that I could change today, this week, pretty immediately that there aren't, they're not necessarily going to be a major catalyst for progress for weight loss, but they're going to help me collect some wins. They're going to help me feel a little bit more confident, get a little bit of momentum going, and then feel like I can tackle something that's a little bit bigger and more impactful. So this might be something like increasing your water intake, drinking a glass as soon as you get out of bed, adding an additional serving of vegetables to dinner. Just think about like the small things that when you think about them, you're like, okay, yeah, that doesn't seem like that big a deal. It's, it's pretty easy. It's not that different from what I'm already doing. I would just be improving something that already exists. Something like taking a, a multivitamin. I'm already drinking some water in the morning. I could put my vitamins next to the water and I could drink it. And that would just make me feel good. That to me feels like a thing that a healthy person does. And if I am in the habit of doing that, that means I'm a healthy, healthy person, which means I can also tackle some other things. So that's one option is your, your low hanging fruit. The other is kind of the opposite, your big rocks approach. And that is when you decide to tackle the biggest and 
most impactful thing first. These are things that might feel sort of overwhelming or daunting to think about changing, but you know that so much else would change for the better if you got a handle on it, or that it's kind of the log jam. And if you focused on that, a lot of other things would then, it would have kind of this cascade effect where other things would fall into place just because you did that other thing. Or the effort that it would take you to change it would feel worth it because you would likely see a pretty direct result from it, which would then make you feel like, okay, that was, that was worth the effort because look at the changes. So this might be something like working on your emotional eating or your nighttime snacking or the fact that you stay up way too late and then don't have energy all day and then you crave processed foods, etc. You want to think about what do I feel like is kind of blocking other things from being easier. If I keep bailing on my morning workouts, it's probably not because I'm lazy. You might be telling yourself that, but it's not. It's because you're not sleeping enough. It's because you're not creating an environment where it feels relatively easy to get out of bed and you're not doing something that you're looking forward to getting out of bed for. So maybe you decide the biggest thing for me would be to tackle my bedtime. And I know that if I do, if I stop scrolling for two hours at night, if I'm not waking up exhausted and hitting snooze and missing my workout and feeling badly about it and then skipping breakfast and then working out later and then eating way too much after dinner, if I tackled the evening thing, then all of that stuff would then improve just kind of by association, then that would be worth tackling the hard thing. So those are essentially your two sort of options for how you want to prioritize making the first change. You can do your low-hanging fruit, just a couple small wins, build some momentum, build some confidence, and then start tackling bigger and bigger things. Or you could structure your list in basically the, the opposite way. What's the biggest thing first? And how can I get the most bang for my buck if I'm going to make an effort? What's going to give me the biggest output? And then from there, some of the smaller things on the list will either seem so tiny by comparison, like, yeah, of course I can do them, or might just work themselves out. Anyway, they may no longer become issues because you've had this kind of trickle-down effect. So that's how you, how you break in. That's how you get started with making the changes when you're feeling overwhelmed by how many there are to make. And then the key is to actually be consistent, actually allow yourself to only focus on whatever thing or things you've decided on and not either guilt yourself for not doing more or start to pile things on sort of inadvertently. So when we have our clients do their weekly goal setting, we focus on three focuses max, one nutrition, one exercise, one lifestyle. And it's not mandatory to do all three every week, but because they're in different categories, sometimes for some people, it's relatively easy to kind of compartmentalize them and not feel overwhelmed because they're in sort of different silos. If that's not you, if the thought of doing three things at once, you're just like, oh, nope, that's what I always do. That's too much. Then just pick one. Decide this week is my focus on nutrition, exercise, or lifestyle. Where's the most important thing for me this week? So however you do it, whether you're doing one per category or one total, pick your thing, get very specific with what exactly you're going to do and how you will know if you've done it. You need to quantify so that at the end of the week, when you're doing your 
reflection. You know whether or not you did it and you can figure out if you did, what worked, and if you didn't, why not? And what do you need to change? So rather than saying, I want to eat more vegetables this week, get specific. How many vegetables did you eat last week? And how many will you eat this week? How will you break them up? At what meals will you eat them? What vegetables will they be? The more clarity you can give yourself on exactly what you mean, the easier it is to follow through. Rather than saying, I'm going to exercise more. I want to, I want to move more, or I want to take a walk. Exactly what? When, how much, how often, so that you know I did it or I didn't. From there, you also need to give yourself a reasonable frame of time to make something feel like a habit. There's, I think, such pervasive myths about habits. One of the primary ones being that it takes 21 days to form a new habit. And I know that this has been debunked over and over again. But it's still pretty prevalent places. I see, I see people referencing it all the time. So that's just not the case. The, there's some interesting research on habit formation. And like most things, it's very variable. But on average, it takes a couple months, about 66 days, to, to really kind of cement a new habit. And again, that varies a ton based on the magnitude of the habit. So if we're talking about drinking a glass of water in the morning, maybe you need a week or so to, to do that. If you keep filling it up and you keep putting it by your bed, then it really becomes a non-issue. It's just kind of what you do. If we're talking about something larger, like getting in the habit of doing strength training when you don't have a background in it, something like that, you need to give yourself longer for it to start to feel more natural. And I think this is part of what gets a lot of women down is you have these expectations for yourself that if you do something for a couple weeks, it's just going to feel easy. It's just going to be what you do. You're going to be an autopilot and you don't need to think about it anymore. So then it's really frustrating when you get two or three weeks in or four weeks in and it's not yet feeling supernatural. You start to blame yourself that somehow this is some sort of like personal shortcoming that you just can't get it together. Other people form habits so much easier, it comes more naturally to them, and there's just something wrong with you that it doesn't feel easy yet. And I've probably said before, and we'll say again, that the mental side of weight loss and, and lifestyle change is the hardest part. Wrapping your head around the fact that however long it takes is, is fine. And it's not saying anything about you as a person or your success or the fact that you're going to be a failure or anything like that. It just is what it is. It takes people certain amounts of time and putting this pressure on yourself that you should have gotten it figured out sooner just isn't helping anything. So you really want to be cautious about kind of the expectations you're setting from the beginning and not allow yourself to be too rigid with, okay, this week I'm going to focus on this and the next week I'm going to do this. And then you may need a little bit more time for certain things than you think, and that's fine. But point being, you want to, you don't want to pile things on too fast. We talk in foundations, and the reason we call our, our group coaching program foundations is because you need a stable foundation. You need a stable base before you go putting stuff on it. So if you start piling additional habits on to habits that are not yet feeling very concrete, then everything is just very wobbly. So you're much better off if you give yourself some more time with those foundational habits, things like your protein each day, your vegetables, your daily steps. If you give yourself more time to really cement those and let them start to feel easy 
start to feel like they're kind of on autopilot. They're never, they're, they're unlikely to ever feel effortless, but if they start to feel a little bit more natural and like they're taking less bandwidth to do consistently, that's a really good sign. So give yourself some time, two, three, four weeks to feel sturdy in those. And then ask yourself if you feel confident in adding something on top of it. And then you basically repeat the process for whatever changes you want to make. The other thing I want to mention is that the magnitude of your results is likely going to parallel the magnitude of the changes that you're making. And that is not to say you should be making more changes to get faster results because everybody's process and everybody's pace is going to be different. But you do want to be realistic about the effort that you're making, the size of the changes that you're making, and the result that you can expect from them. If what you feel like you can tackle right now is drinking water in the morning and going to bed earlier, that's amazing. Those are definitely going to contribute to you becoming the person who has reached your goals. But you also need to know that those are not the most impactful changes with regards to weight loss. And therefore, you shouldn't be getting on the scale every week, beating yourself up if you're not down one or two pounds because you're not doing the things yet that are going to lead to that result immediately, if that makes sense. So again, it is absolutely fine if you choose to change one thing at a time rather than one per category, nutrition, exercise, lifestyle. But just know you need to be patient with yourself and you need to be patient with your results. And something I talk about with clients a lot is how anybody that we work with, we are completely confident is going to get results. We don't work with people who we don't think are in the right frame of mind or hardworking enough to make the changes. And we believe in our clients 100%. Often, we don't believe in ourselves 100% and you don't believe in, in, in yourself 100%. So that's why we're so firm in our stance is that we want our clients to be able to borrow our belief in them and know that the results are going to come. What I'm getting at is that if you truly believe that your results are inevitable, you stop putting so much pressure on the time frame and stop wondering like when, 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 because you know, eventually I am going to get there because I'm going to do what it takes and I'm not going to quit. So if that takes longer than like my ideal, that's okay because I'm not going to give up in the process. So if you're making one change, if you're making three changes, just know that building that stable foundation is the best thing you can do for yourself so that as time goes on, you're getting closer and closer to your goals and you're doing it in a way that you are not as prone to it coming crumbling down. So to recap, the first thing you want to do if you're feeling overwhelmed by what to change how to prioritize all of those many things. You want to brain dump first, just get it all out there. You want to do a data collection week and just figure out what your norm is. What's your baseline? What are your current habits? See how those align with what was in your head to begin with. You may add some new ones. You may take some things off that you're actually doing better than you realized. You may have been totally <laughs> off base and need to add a lot of things. You might have been spot on. Then you decide, do I want to tackle them kind of top down and do... Um, do the big, big rocks first that are going to give me the most bang for my buck? Do I want to go bottom up, start with some small things, build some momentum, get some wins, and then keep going from there? You want to not overwhelm yourself by tackling too much at once. 
So at maximum, give yourself one nutrition focus, one exercise focus, one lifestyle focus, and then assess each week how you're feeling, how they went. If you fell short, why? How do you need to change that going forward? If you nailed it, they went great. Do you feel confident that you could continue to maintain those focuses and add something additional? Or you do need, or do you need a little bit more time to cement those before you add something else on? And then you just go sequentially. Once you're feeling stable, you add the next layer. Okay, what's the next priority now that that's squared away? Repeat the process. Once that's feeling good, add another thing. And before you know it, you will have made some really incredible changes and you'll be seeing really amazing results, but you will have never been overwhelmed in the process. And that's one of the most important things to avoid because the overwhelm ends up leading to inaction. Hopefully that was helpful for you. If you learned anything in this podcast, I would love if you would give it a five-star review. It really does help in the various algorithms showing the podcast to more people. And I would be thrilled if you would take a screenshot of the cover photo and share it on social media. You can tag me. I'd love to see who's watching it, who's learning something. And as always, if you have friends you think would benefit, I would be super grateful if you shared it with them as well. Hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Live Diet Free podcast. I'd love if you joined my free Facebook group. It's got the same name, Live Diet Free. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash live diet free and you'll find about four years worth of trainings, resources, recipes, workouts. And I also do weekly accountability threads and more. 